With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I am your host, Black Ice. Um, I want to welcome all of you all to another another phenomenal show tonight. Again, this is the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. And uh, I'm going to bring my brother Joe on in one moment. Again, I'm going to bring my brother Joe on in one moment. And um, we're going to come to you in regards to tonight's show. We're going to come to you in regards to tonight's show. Uh, I'm very excited about tonight's show, brothers and sisters. I'm very, very excited about tonight's show. Um, Satan's spokesperson. This is going to be a deep show tonight. I want all of you all to put on your thinking caps. I want all of you all to buckle on your seatbelts and, you know, do all those good things because we're going to bring a heavy, heavy, heavy show for you tonight. If you notice, the past few weeks, I've really been dealing with the mind. The past few weeks, I've really been dealing with the mind. So that's what we're going to deal with on tonight. We're going to deal with the mind. We're going to continue that this this segment. Um, last week was um, a phenomenal, phenomenal show. We were dealing with um, the mind last week also as well. The victory is yours. Again, the victory is yours. We were dealing with that last week. And um, the week before that, we were dealing with uh, spiritual warfare. The week before that, we were dealing with spiritual warfare. So we got some phenomenal, phenomenal uh, segments here on the Bible Show Truth Hour for you, brothers and sisters. And um, we just want you all to invite as many people as you can invite. Share the videos when you see the videos. We are about to go live on Facebook in one moment. Um, So many technical difficulties tonight, brothers and sisters, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen again. So many technical difficulties tonight, but we are definitely going to make it happen. We are definitely going to make it happen, brothers and sisters. So, again, brothers and sisters, we want to welcome you to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. We're going to go ahead and bring on Brother Joe in one moment. We're going to go ahead and bring on Brother Joe in one moment. I want to make sure all of you guys can hear me, can hear what I'm saying, um, and make sure that you guys take down these scriptures when we um, give you guys these scriptures. So it would behoove you right now to go get your pen, to go get your paper, and to go get your Bible for those of you all who want to go get your Bible. But even if you don't go get your Bible, then what you might want to do is copy down these scriptures. Again, what you might want to do is copy down these scriptures, brothers and sisters. So we're getting ready to go live. We're getting ready to go live, live, live on the Bible Show Truth Hour. We're here on POET Radio. Um, just doing a couple of other things before we get ready to go live, brothers and sisters. We're just working out a few kinks. On our end, we're just um, we're working out a few kinks on our end. 
And um, as soon as we get these kinks worked out, we're going to go live. But let me go ahead and get ready to bring on our brother, Joe, who's out there. Uh, let me go ahead and bring Brother Joe on. All right. Brother Joe, you're live out there. Can you hear me, brother? And let's see if we can hear you also as well. Okay. A little bit of technical difficulties, but we're going to – there you go right there. Brother Joe, can you hear me? Yes, I, I can hear you, brother, loud and clear. Very good. Very good. I appreciate that. So, brothers and sisters, again, we're just getting we're just getting ready to start our Facebook live feed. That's what we're getting ready to do now. We're getting ready to start this Facebook live feed. And I think we just about got everything worked out. All right. Turn that off. All right, and I think we're ready now, Brother Joe. I'm ready, brother. I'm ready. All right, good. All right, good. I'm going to let you say welcome to everybody who's watching the show and who's looking at the show, and then we'll um, start our Facebook Live feed. Okay. Peace and blessings, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, Get ready for our our action-packed show tonight. Make sure you have your pens, your paper, your pencils, your pads. Get ready for to take notes. It's going to be an action-packed show, and I'm excited. I'm, I've been pumped all day. So <laughs> That's good. Okay, let's go ahead and do a sound check one more time, my brother, on you to make sure that everybody can hear you loud and clear. Um, everybody can hear you loud and clear. Um, you can go ahead and do a sound check. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. All right, so let me go ahead and start the Facebook Live feed. And, uh, yeah, let me start the Facebook Live feed. And then we're going to go ahead and start the YouTube feed, and then we're going to go ahead and start it. All right. All right, brothers and sisters, I think that we are about ready. Okay. Let me make sure that everything is on point. It's tough, brother, when you when your internet is out, brother Joe. It's it's, it's tough. We got some things going on over here on this side, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna work it out, my brother. Okay. All right. Let me give me one more moment, and then we're gonna be ready. I'm going to go ahead and start the Facebook Live feed, though, right now. Okay, so we are on Facebook Live. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, we want to welcome you to tonight's show, the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. We have Brother Joe out there. Brother Joe, you can say hello, make sure they can hear you. Hello, everyone. Peace and greetings. All right. I don't know what's going on. Like I said, I am. it is a different service, Brother Joe that I am um, going through as far as the phone mechanism. So anything that you can do to increase your volume uh, is going to help us out on tonight's show.
All right, brothers and sisters, we're getting ready to start the Bible show um, truth hour here on POET Radio. We on with Brother Joe. Tonight's subject, brothers and sisters, tonight's subject is are you, are we, have we become a spokesperson for Satan? Again, our subject matter tonight is have we become a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters? That's tonight's lesson on tonight's show. Have we become a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters? That's tonight's subject. That's tonight's lesson. That's tonight's show. So we want to definitely invite you in and um, call your friends, your family members, your coworkers, and we want you to know that the Bible Show Truth Hour is on right now. The Bible Truth Hour Show Truth Hour is on right now. Tonight's subject is, have you become a spokesperson for Satan? That's tonight's question, brothers and sisters. And uh, we want to answer that question tonight on tonight's show. We want to answer that question on tonight's show. So I'm going to go ahead and start on our YouTube listeners. In five, four, three, two. Good evening, good evening, good evening to all our YouTube listeners. You're tuned in to the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Our subject matter today is, are you a spokesperson for Satan. Well, Black Ice, what, what do you mean, am I a spokesperson for Satan? What, what are you saying? What, 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 what are you alluding to, Black Ice? Let us know. We, we need to know what it is you're talking about because we don't know what you're talking about right now. Again, are you, have you become a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters? That's tonight's lesson. That's tonight's show. We're going to go ahead and get right into it, brothers and sisters, without any further ado. Brother Joe, we're going to start this off at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, and we're going to start this at verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 6. Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 6. Everybody, I can't share this video today because um, we have problems with the Internet, but I'm asking you to share this video. Today, share it in all of the Bible clubs that you belong to. Share it in all of the groups, the Bible groups that you belong to. Do that for us tonight. Okay, Brother Joe, we're going to start this off in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Tonight's title is, Have You Become a Spokesperson for Satan? Let's look at Satan's first spokesperson. First spokesperson on this earth. Let's see who it was. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Go ahead, Brother John. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the seeds, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, 
neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So, brothers and sisters, Brother Joe just read Genesis chapter 3, and he just read verses 1 through 3. And here it is, Satan, this fallen angelic being who appeared to Eve in the garden, who began conversating with her, and the Lord said, that was your first mistake because I told you, don't eat off of the tree that's in the midst of the garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is none other than Satan. Brothers and sisters, don't be confused by these metaphors, such as the word tree. Tree only means something that's deeply rooted. Satan being an angel or a fallen angel, brothers and sisters, but in his original state, he was an angel. And so he was deeply rooted, brothers and sisters, in the word of God. Angels in their original state are holy and they are spirits. So Satan was one of the holy spirits in heaven, brothers and sisters. So he knows the plan for man. He has much more knowledge than Eve had because, remember, she just came into existence. So he's talking to her. She's not supposed to be talking to him. And he said, well, did God say don't eat of this tree, and, and, and if you eat of this tree, you should surely die? She repeated to him what God had instructed her. So now let's go to verse 4, Brother Joe. Um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. And the, and the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And again, the day that you eat of this tree, your eyes will be opened, and you will be as gods, knowing both good and evil, brothers and sisters. You will be as gods, knowing both good and evil. Okay, so now Satan has given her some information, okay? Now, again, trees don't talk. Snakes don't talk. So the word snake was used as an acronym to describe his sneaky characteristics, his slithering, sneaky characteristics. But it tells you in Revelation, the 20th chapter, who that old serpent was, that dragon, which is called Satan and the devil. Okay, so now here's something that's interesting that's going to happen. Now we get to verse 6. Now we find out that Eve, in her rebellion to the commandment of God, has now become the spokesperson for Satan. Let's see what Eve does at Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Go ahead, my brother. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took all the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So as you see right here, Brother Joe, it says that she gave Adam this information that Satan gave her. Is that what it says, Brother Joe, that he, she gave it to Adam and he did eat? Yes, it did, Brother. 
So, brothers and sisters, here, brothers and sisters, you see that Eve has just become a spokesperson for Satan the devil. Again, she has just become a spokesperson for Satan the devil. Well, Black Ice, why are you talking about that? Why are you saying this? What does this have to do with us, Black Ice? Well, brothers and sisters, I'm saying this to say that we have to be very careful as to what information we disseminate that we are giving from other people to the listening party. Some of you all have a following and don't even know it. Some of you all have influence and don't even know it. So when you're beginning to share things, negative things, that people have shared with you, brothers and sisters, especially in a public forum, you become a spokesperson for the author of the spirit of that information. And we know, brothers and sisters, either the author of the spirit of that information is going to be God or either the author of the spirit of that information is going to be the devil. Now, let's go to the book of Job, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Job. And I want to show you how some of you got Satan in your inner circle and you don't even know it. One of your friends, one of your coworkers, one of your family members, you got Satan in your circle, brothers and sisters, and you don't even know it. Now, those of us who study the Word of God and attend church and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Bible calls us the children of God. Would you not agree? Anyone who submits their will to do the will of God, the Bible calls those persons the children of God. So if you go into church, if you're trying to learn, if you're trying to study, if you're trying to develop that personal relationship with God, God calls those persons his children. But let's read about a group of his children who went to church, who studied his word, who knew the law, brothers and sisters. Let's read about a group of those people and see that they were still ignorant. See, it's not enough to know the name Jesus. It's not enough to just sing and praise and shout, brothers and sisters. That's not enough. We have to be educated on God, and the only way to be educated on God is to be educated on the Word of God, not just about what Mama told you or Daddy told you or what you heard somebody say. No, brothers and sisters, you have to have a teacher who's going to teach you this book, and that's why every week on the Bible Show Truth Hour, we study in this book. We give you scriptural support. We don't just start with one scripture and just give you a whole life lesson based on that scripture. So let's find out who else is in the midst of Satan, just like some of us are. Got Satan in our household. Got Satan on our job. Got we sitting in a lunchroom with Satan. We're going out to smoke with Satan. We, we got Satan in our car. We got Satan in our family, and we don't even know it. But we're supposed to be the children of God. We say Jesus every five minutes. We write Jesus on our post. We write God on our post. 
but don't recognize the spirit of Satan when we see him. Let's go to the book of Job, the first chapter, and let's go to verse 6. Let's find out these sons of God. Let's find out the interesting thing about these sons of God. Um, Job chapter 1, verse 6 to 12. Go ahead, my brother. Now, there was a day when the Son of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and saints came also among them. And the Wait Lord a minute. The sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came with them? Let me ask you a question. If you knew that there was a devil in your crew, would you take them to go meet your parents? Would you take them to go meet your mama? Well, evidently, brothers and sisters, these sons of God did not even know that it was Satan that was with them all along. But the Lord knew, brothers and sisters. And what did the Lord say in verse 2, Brother Joe? Joe chapter 1, verse, I'm sorry, verse, um, Joe chapter 1, verse 7. Go ahead. And the Lord said unto Satan, which cometh thou? Then Satan answered, the Lord, and said, from going to and forth in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. So Satan is all over the place, brothers and sisters. He's all over the place. Satan, where are you coming from? Coming from up and down, to and fro, walking in the earth? I'm everywhere, Lord. You put me down here. I'm all in the middle of your people. And it's the same way in the church. Satan is right there in the middle of the church. And it's the same way on our job. Satan is right there in the middle of the job. And it's the same way in our households and in our families. Satan is right there in the midst of it. And how do we get in? Through your emotions, brothers and sisters. Through your hurt. Through your anger. Through your sadness. Through your sorrow. Even sometimes through your conceited happiness, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and continue. Brother Joe, read it out, 8 through 12. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect man, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Good job. Fear God for not? Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying, Job ain't fearing you for nothing, God. He's fearing you because you're protecting him. That's what he's saying. The only reason why Job is fearing you, God, is because you are protecting him. That's what he's saying, brothers and sisters. So, you know, He's saying, okay, well, God, if, if, if you're not protecting him, and family, I'm sorry, uh, we got a bad connection, but if you call in to the show, you can hear the whole show if you call in to the show. So somebody please put the call-in number down there at the bottom, and I'll try to do it also myself, put the call-in number um, down there at the bottom. But, again, if you call in to the show, you can actually hear the show. So if you have any technical difficulty problems and the live feed cuts off, then you'll still be able to get it, even if the live feed cut off. Okay, Brother Job. So Satan is telling God, the only reason why Job is worshiping you 
and honoring you, God, is because you're protecting him. But if you stop protecting him, God, then he's going to curse you to your face. Go ahead, pick up where you left off, Brother Joe. Hast not thou made a hinge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thy hands now and put all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in thy power. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. We had a little feedback right there. Like I said, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties, brother, but hang in there with us, brothers and sisters. It's going to be all right. All right. So you're protecting him. That's the only reason why he's praising and worshiping you. Go ahead. Continue, my brother. All right. Let me pick up from uh, 12. Or... Yeah, go ahead. Pick up from there. Okay. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold. All that he has is in thy power, only upon himself, put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So basically, brothers and sisters, God said, okay, Satan, you're saying that the only reason why Job is worshiping me and honoring me is because I'm protecting him? I tell you what, I'm going to allow you to begin to persecute Job. I'm allowing you to, okay? Shows you that Satan can't do anything without God's permission, brothers and sisters. And if you need permission from someone, then guess what? That's your boss. That's who your boss is. So let's go ahead and pick it up now, and we're going to read verses 18 through 22. And I'm going to show you something because, remember, Eve became a spokesperson for Satan. We're going to show you right now how Job's wife, his wife, the closest thing to him became a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters. Now, I want you to keep in mind that the devil already said that he will curse you, okay? At verse 11, he said, but put forth thine hand now and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. So first, Satan told God to do it. He said, I want you to do it, Lord. You put forth your hand and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. Underline the words, curse you to your face. Okay? We read 12, and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power now. So the Lord said, I'm not going to do him like that. I'm going to allow you to do him like that. Okay? So now, let's go ahead and go to verses 18 through 22. Go ahead, my brother. Now, I want to set this up. Satan took away all of his cattle, all of his sheep, all of his cattle, all the stuff that made Job a wealthy man and rich. Satan took it all away. But that didn't hurt as much as when Satan did this. Go ahead, read. Job 1 and 18. Go ahead, my brother. And and like, wow. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy son and thy daughter was eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. 
and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. So Satan ended up killing Job's children. His sons, brothers and sisters, first Satan took away all of his sheep, all of his goats, and all of that stuff that made him wealthy and powerful. Now Satan goes a step further, and he kills Job's sons. Wow. So now, brothers and sisters, Job has really gotten upset. But I want you to read verse 22. Go ahead, Job 1 and 22. And all this Job seen, not nor charged God foolishly. So out of all this, all of his cattle taken away, all of his sheep taken away, his sons were killed. It says, and all this Job still sinned not. He didn't sin, nor charged God foolishly. Now Satan sinned that he can't win. God said that this man was a righteous man. Satan doubted him. He said, take away all his stuff, God. Watch him curse you to your face. But now check out Satan. He goes back to God to renegotiate with God over Job. Let's go to um, Job chapter 2 and verse 1 through 8. Job chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Now, this is the example of how we must carry ourselves as Christians. Go ahead, my brother. Job chapter 2, verse 1 through 8. Again, there was a day when the Son of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From which comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and forth into the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none so like him in the earth? stop right there, Brother Joe, because it kind of repeats the same thing, but it's a continuation, brothers and sisters. But now Satan is going to get even deeper because, see, now Satan is about to deal with Job's health. Anytime we get afflicted with cancer, congestive heart failure, diabetes, gout, all kind of inflammations and things that happen in our life, we start thinking different. We start getting scared. We start dealing in the mind of fear. So Satan knew that if he affected Job's health, now I didn't took away all of his cattle, his sheep, his goats. I didn't even kill his sons. Job didn't sin. He didn't curse God. But now let me start dealing with Job's health. I'm going to start taking away Job's health. Let's see what Satan said at John, I'm sorry, Job chapter 2, verse 4. Job chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Now, remember, in the first chapter, he said he's going to curse you to your face. Let's see how he repeats it again at Job chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Go ahead, my brother. And the Lord said unto Satan, from which cometh thou? And the saint answered the Lord and said, from going to and forth in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, 
a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and cheweth evil, and still he holds his fast integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause? And Saint answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thy hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. Now here it is again. He said, put forth your hand on his flesh. Make Job sick. Touch his body. And watch him curse you to your face, brothers and sisters. But we're going to go ahead and keep going. So let's go ahead to verse 7. And eight, and then I want to explain to you something at verse nine. Verse seven and eight. Go ahead, Brother Joe. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sores, boils, from the soles of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a portrait or scrapped himself with all, and he sat down among the ashes. Now, here's something interesting. Let's see who became the spokesperson for Satan in the story of Job. You're going to find out the same situation that happened with Adam and Eve ended up happening with Job, where Job's wife became the spokesperson for Satan. Remember, Satan then told God twice, you do this to him, he'll curse you to your face. Now, let's look at the closest person to Job and see what she said to Job. Job chapter 2, verse 9. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity, curse God, and die? But he said unto her. And what did Job tell his wife in verse 10? But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hands of God, and shall not receive evil? In all, this did not Job sin with his lips. Brothers and sisters, Job went through hell. Job went through hell, brothers and sisters. Even got to the point where his wife relayed the message to him that Satan relayed to God, watch him curse you to your face and die. And his wife is encouraging him, why don't you just curse God and die? Satan, brothers and sisters, that spirit comes out in our emotions, brothers and sisters. Our love, our hate, our anger, our sadness, our bitterness. Have you become a spokesperson for Satan? That's tonight's question. That's tonight's subject, brothers and sisters. We've already read about two people in the Bible, Eve and Job's wife, who had become spokespersons for Satan. Let's go ahead in the New Testament. Let's look at Jesus. Let's look at the life and times of Jesus, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 16th chapter. The book of Matthew, the 16th chapter. And let's see how one of Jesus' disciples became a spokesperson for Satan. Now, we did read this last week, 
But last week we were dealing with a little bit different subject, but God put it on my heart to revisit this scripture and tonight's subject, have you become a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters? We saw how Eve became one, how Job's wife became one. Now let's see how one of the disciples, matter of fact, the chief apostle, became a spokesperson for Satan. Matthew chapter 16, verses 22 and 23. Matthew chapter 16, verses 22 and 23. Let's go, my brother. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. So let's stop right there and let's go back. Jesus had told his disciples that, I'm going to suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and scribes, and I will be killed and raised again in the third day. So Peter said, I don't want to hear you talking all that stuff that you're talking, Jesus. You think I'm going to let somebody come and put their hands on you? I'll kill them for you, Jesus. Jesus' mission was to come in the world to die. That was his mission, brothers and sisters. He came as a sacrifice offering. He knew that, and Satan, and Satan knew that too. But because Peter loved Jesus so much, that's how Satan can even enter, enter um, in you through your love for somebody. Try to protect somebody. Satan could even enter into you in those moments when you think that you're doing the right thing. Let's look at what Jesus said. In verse 23, Matthew 16, verse 23. See, go ahead, my brother. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. So in other words, brothers and sisters, Peter became the spokesperson for Satan. At that moment, so much so that Jesus turned around and he looked at Peter and he said, get thee behind me, Satan. You have offended me. Well, what did he say that offended Jesus so much? He talked about retaliating against Jesus' enemies, brothers and sisters. Well, the word of God says, pray for your enemies. Love those who spite you. Well, Peter wasn't interested in that because Peter at that moment was moved by the spirit of Satan. Peter became the spokesperson for Satan. Have you become the spokesperson for Satan? Now, brothers and sisters, how do we conduct ourselves as children of God? How do we conduct ourselves even when, we, when, we, when we've lost our job, when we've gotten divorced? from our husband or our wife, when our children have become rebellious and the household is in turmoil, how do we conduct ourselves as Christians, brothers and sisters? First, we got to start with our thinking. See, we're too busy acting off of emotion versus the spirit of God. And how do we act according to the spirit of God, because the Bible says, let this mind 
be in you. Let's go to the book of Philippians, the second chapter. Let's learn how to conduct ourselves as Christians, brothers and sisters, as children of God. Let's go to the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Let's learn how to conduct ourselves even in troublous times. Let's go, my brother. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Let's go. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any worship of the Spirit, if any vows and mercy. So he said, if there be any fellowship of the Spirit and any vows and mercies, continue at verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. And he he says, fulfill my joy. I want you to fulfill my joy. What is my joy? That you have the same love, being of one accord and of one mind, brothers and sisters. I want you to understand that Satan, through the Gentiles, who are ruling the world right now, has programmed God's people. Programmed God's people so much that we are willing to kill one another. That we are willing to rape, go to war, shoot, rob one another, steal from one another. We have been programmed to hate anything that looks like us. But my question to you is this, brothers and sisters, knowing that we were programmed, every car has a computer in it. The new car has a computer in it. And someone programs that computer. Your computer's at home. Somebody is programming your computer before you buy it off the shelf. Now, if your computer ends up not operating the way that you thought it would operate, and it's susceptible to viruses, brothers and sisters, that will take over your system and make it do what it wants it to do and steal all of your personal identification, you don't get mad at the computer. You get mad at the hacker, brothers and sisters. Someone has hacked the mind of our people. Someone has brainwashed and and reprogrammed our people. So is it right for us to get mad at our people? Or do we get mad at Satan who used the Gentiles to program our people, brothers and sisters? We can't even get mad at the Gentiles because Satan has used them too. So let's place the blame on who the blame directly goes to, and it goes to none other than Satan, brothers and sisters. And if our father Adam wouldn't give in to the spirit of Satan, we wouldn't be in the condition that we're in, so it's Adam's fault also. So if it wasn't for Satan and if it wasn't for Adam, we wouldn't be in the condition that we're in. Go ahead and pick that up in verse 3, my brother. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than 
themselves. Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, brothers and sisters. When you have the mind of God inside of you, and I talked about it last week, God is the king. Jesus is the king, brothers and sisters. And on this earth, Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So if the mind of Jesus is in you, then the mind of him who was in Jesus is also in you. So all you got to do, brothers and sisters, is put the king on your doom. All you got to do is put his words in your mind. So when you put the king on your dome, then you are beginning to establish the kingdom of God inside of you. Have you become a spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters? Don't be so quick to go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and put things on there, brothers and sisters, that's going to demean or downgrade people, even if they deserve it. Your God, brothers and sisters, my God, is the beneficent. He's the merciful, brothers and sisters. What mercy are we showing to our brothers and our sisters when we're saying derogatory things to them directly or indirectly on our social media pages? It benefits no one, not even you, because people look at you like you're the problem when you're putting things up there like that. And then you're encouraging other people to get on that same thread in the comment section and say, man or, or girl, I know what you're talking about. I know somebody that I'm, I'm going through it with right now. They ain't nothing. So not only are you talking about somebody, you done got somebody else to talking about somebody, you have just become the spokesperson for Satan, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead. We got 10 minutes left on our show, brothers and sisters. Now, everybody say who say they love Jesus don't really, look, don't really love him. Everybody say that they know Jesus, don't really know him, brothers and sisters. How do we know if someone really knows Jesus and if they really love Jesus, it would be manifested in their action? What they say and what they do, brothers and sisters. This life that we live now is nothing more than an audition for eternal life. I'm going to say it again. This life that we're living right now is nothing but an audition for eternal life. How do we know this, brothers and sisters? Because every man is going to be judged, according to the book of Revelation, the 20th chapter, every man is going to be judged, as this Bible says, according to his works. Revelation, the 20th chapter, verses uh, 13, 
12 and 13, it says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open. The books is this Bible, the 66 books that are in it. And another book was open, which is the book of life. This is the book that the angels are recording everything that you do on this earth in. That's called the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, these 66 books of the Bible, which we're going to be judged by the things that are written in his books according to our works. Revelations 20 and 12. Revelations 20 and 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, which includes woman, according to their works. So it don't really matter the good things that come out your mouth. It don't really matter that the good things that you type on social media, you're not going to be judged by what you say or what you type. You're going to be judged by what you do, brothers and sisters. We're going to be judged by what we do, brothers and sisters. Again, we're not saying it to you. We're reading it right out of this book. So if you have a problem with something that we're reciting on tonight's show, you have a problem with what's written in this book, not with what we're saying, because what we're saying, we're reading, brothers and sisters. Now, Jesus came and taught one thing, and he preached one thing, brothers and sisters. What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? A lot of people can't answer that question. Even those people who go to church, they can't answer the question, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? One answer. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the preaching of the coming of the Father's kingdom. That's it. That's all. Jesus didn't preach about nothing else but the coming of his Father's kingdom. So when someone asks you, well, what is the gospel? The gospel is the preaching of the coming of the Father's kingdom. Well, what happened to us who died? I thought we was going to be going to heaven. That ain't what Jesus preached. You never heard Jesus preach that you go to heaven when you die. But he did say that you would have everlasting life in his Father's kingdom. But somebody lied to you and told you that you got to go to heaven to be in his Father's kingdom. When Jesus in the Lord's Prayer said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So we know that the Father's kingdom is coming, brothers and sisters. But when his kingdom comes, will we be qualified to live in the Father's kingdom when it is established here on this earth. So Jesus preached about the coming of his Father's kingdom. What did he teach, brothers and sisters? He taught what we needed to do to access the Father's kingdom when it comes. Let's read about some of the things that he wrote about. Let's go to Romans, the third chapter, the book of Romans, the third chapter. Let's go to read some of these things that Jesus taught that we must do 
our conduct, the conduct becoming of a follower of Jesus or a follower of Christ or a Christian. Romans chapter 3, and let's read verses 20 through 23. Go ahead, Brother Joe. Romans chapter 3, verses 20 through 23. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. So in other words, brothers and sisters, you and women have knowledge of what sin is unless you had a law that pointed out what sin was. That's why the the biblical definition of sin is the breaking of God's law. So when you break God's law, you have now sinned. So in order to have knowledge of what sin is, you got to have knowledge of God's word. We always going back to God's word. Go ahead, uh, Brother Joe. Let's go ahead and pick it up at verse 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all, them that believe. For there is no difference for all have seen. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to stop right there. There is no difference, brothers and sisters, in those of us who believe. But now, see, some would try to make you think that they're better than you because they know more about the Bible than you know about the Bible. So, just because they're able to quote scriptures or know where to find these scriptures, when they're looking for it, they would try to make you believe that they're better than you, or they would try to look on you as something that you are struggling with, no matter what it is. And I'm even going to throw homosexuality out there. There are men and women of God who will look at the homosexuals and frown upon them in their sin, but would skip over the sin that they're dealing with themselves, brothers and sisters, and let's see what the Bible says about those judgmental Christians who you find every day up in the church, these judgmental Christians on your job that look at you and the lifestyle that you're living, whatever that may be, and always got something to say to judge you by. Well, let's see if anybody on this earth is living without sin. Let's go ahead to the book of Romans, the third chapter, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is no exception in the word all. So have your mama sinned? Yes, she has. Has grandmama sinned? Yes, she has. Has your pastor sinned and is still sinning? Yes, he has. There's nobody that's walking this earth that is without sin, brothers and sisters. That's why we are not qualified to judge our brothers and sisters in the sin and in the wrong that they are doing. The best thing that we can do is to show them according to the Bible that the direction that they're taking is in error. But just as well as we point out theirs, brothers and sisters, we got to point out our own. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
That's all of us, brothers and sisters. We all are struggling. We're all in the same boat. We're all trying to get it right. So the next time you try to condemn your brother or your sister because he's living with someone that he's not married to, or your brother or your sister over there who you know is a homosexual, and according to the word of God, that is a sin. Or the man or woman that you see on your job that got a husband and wife at home but who's messing around with each other on the job, brothers and sisters, be careful at judging these brothers and these sisters. Judge not lest ye be judged. It don't mean that you can't share the word of God with them. Share the word of God with them. Because every time I do this show on Tuesday night, you best believe that I'm hitting me every time that I do this show. It seems that I need correcting in my own life, brothers and sisters. That's why you don't see me condemning my brothers and my sisters, because in condemning them, I also condemn myself. So let's try to get this thing right together. Let's try to grow together. Let's try to strengthen ourselves and our faith together so we can grow together and correct our wrongs, brothers and sisters. Let's go to our last place, Brother Joe, Romans, the 12th chapter. Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 10 through 21. We're talking about this life being the audition, brothers and sisters. This life being the audition for the life that is to come. This life being the audition for the life that is to come. Uh, Book of Romans, the 12th chapter, Brother Joe, and go ahead and start reading at verse 10. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. No sleuthful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoice, hope, patience, and tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. Distributing the necessities of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice so those of people out there who are uh, are cursing you, it says, bless them who curse you. Bless and curse not. See, it's hard for us to do these type of things, brothers and sisters, unless you have the same mind in you which was in Christ Jesus, brothers and sisters, unless you're allowing the king to rest on your dome, the king dome of God in you. But you can train yourself to do these things. Just like you can train yourself on your job, you can train yourself to live like this also, uh, Brother Joe. So because of the sake of time, let's go ahead and read verse 19 and 20. Go ahead, my brother. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, say of the Lord. Therefore, you post Facebook or Instagram or Twitter as a response to somebody and, and, and what they said about you, brothers and sisters, it says you're taking vengeance into your own hand. And the Bible right here is saying, avenge not. 
unto wrath. You're angry, I want revenge. I'm going to clap back at this person who clapped against me. It says, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. And let's go ahead to verse 21 for the sake of time. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Let's do 20, let's do 20 and 21. Because I want them, for those who've never heard this before, hear 20 and 21. Go ahead. Therefore, if thy enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. Overcome evil with good, brothers and sisters. Have you become a spokesperson for Satan? That's the question today. We all, after this show, got to look at ourselves. We all, after this show, have to take a deep entail look in the mirror and a look in our lives, brothers and sisters. Our job is to be the change we want to see in other people. We have to be the example. We have to set the example, brothers and sisters. We got to set it. No matter how much it hurts us, no matter how much in our mind it makes us look like a punk, our job is to be the change that we want to see in other people. So if you got a coworker that don't never speak when they walk into a room and people are there, speak to them. Be the change, brothers and sisters, that you want to see in others. Brother Joe, let's go, let's go to the last scripture, brother, and close this out. Let's go to the last scripture, brother Joe, and close this out. Where are we going, brother Joe? Uh, 1 John chapter 4. 11 and 12. 11 and 12. Let's go to 1 John chapter 4. We're going to close this thing out, brothers and sisters. And forgive me for any technical difficulty that we have had, but this video will be posted on YouTube. As soon as it is done, and you'll be able to go see this whole um, lesson in its entirety without any breaks or any pauses or anything like that. Let's go to the book of 1 John, chapter 4. 1 John, chapter 4. And what verse are we going to start at, brother? Uh, verse 1. First John, chapter 4, verse 1, my brother. Go ahead and read it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Please share this message in all of your networks and all of the groups that you belong to. Tonight's lesson is, have you become a spokesperson for Satan? Be careful as to what you post, as to what you share, as to what you allow yourself to be involved in, brothers and sisters, that you are not carrying the message of Satan from him to someone else. First John chapter 4, we're going to start this off at verse 1. Go ahead, my brother. I'm sorry, brother. It was, it was verse 20. I'm sorry. First John chapter 4, verse 20. Go ahead, my brother. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Brothers and sisters, 
How can you love God whom you have never seen and hate your brother that you've been knowing for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, brothers and sisters? I'm here to say and to tell you that Satan has programmed the minds of our people. Our people are not to blame, brothers and sisters. We got to learn how to forgive them for being too weak to fight off the urge of Satan. And that urge comes through that past hurt, that bitterness, that anger, that, that, that feeling of, I got to get revenge, or he thinks he's better than me. Or who do he think he is? Or who do she think she is, brothers and sisters? Satan has programmed the minds of our people. So let's forgive our brothers and our sisters. Don't mean that you have to go back and continue the same type of relationship that you used to have with them. It doesn't mean that. It just means that you're not holding a grudge against anyone, brothers and sisters for something that's beyond, really, almost their control because they don't have enough God inside of them to fight the devil outside of them, brothers and sisters. Have you or I become a spokesperson for Satan? Watch what you post. Watch what you say and watch what you share. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We're live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, brothers and sisters. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. I will be posting that link um, in the comment section of this particular video. And also, if it's not on the top status of this video, I will be adding it to it. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way these lessons, maybe you got a friend or a family member who's not on Facebook that you feel need to hear this lesson and other lessons that we have done. That way if you go to YouTube, you can just share the YouTube link and a text message to their phone. Also, if you want to be added to our text message reminder every Tuesday before the show airs, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Again, text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. If you want to be added to our text message reminder, every Tuesday we'll send you a text right before we go live on the Bible Show Truth Hour. Text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312 312- Seven one nine seven three one zero, and you guys can also type that in the comment section so everybody can see it. Again, we thank you for tuning in, YouTube listeners. We're going to sign off. Uh, continue to share these videos, and if there's a specific topic that you would like for us to, to discuss, a subject or a lesson that you would like for us to discuss, or if you have any questions, then maybe one, two, then we can do only questions and answers. You would have to send in your questions so that I can study and research them so Tuesday when we come on, we can give you the correct answers according to what's written in this book called the Bible. Again, YouTube, we thank you for listening. 
I pray that you were edified and that God was glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so. Thank you. Let's go ahead and go to our call lines, brothers and sisters. And we're going to go to the phone lines and find out what our listeners thought about tonight's show. We're going to go to Chicago. Chicago, you're out there. State your name, Chicago, and tell us what you thought about tonight's show. I thank you for... I thank I'm you sorry. for... Um, can, you, can you take your phone off speaker for us or earpiece? Because we're, we're getting an echo from you. Yes, sir. Um, I thank okay. you. Okay, what's your name? I'm Cassandra, and um, I'm about to go and look in the mirror and examine myself. Absolutely. And, you know, Cassandra, you know, I, I have to do that every day. You know, we we have to it's, – it's a steady fight, and it's a steady battle, and that's why the Bible says that we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. How higher on your body than you can you get other than the top of your head, which is where your brain is? So that's the war. It's in our brain. It's in our thinking. It's in our choices that we make. So definitely, sister, I'm right there with you. I got to go look in the mirror, and I got to make corrections also the same as you every day. And bless you. Thank you so much, Sister Cassandra. And bring someone with you next week when you come on the show. I do, and I am. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. That's our Sister Cassandra calling in from Chicago. Let's go to our next Chicago caller. Chicago, you're out there. State your name, Chicago. Chicago, who's this? State your name. Make sure your phone is not on mute. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the next call in Chicago. You're out there speaking to me. Hey, what's happening? This is Abnard. How you doing, brother? Hey, brother Abnard. I just want to say thank you for the show. I did do something just what you said today. I actually did that. You know, yeah, it's just sort of tearing me up listening to this. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm thinking about what happened. I'm thinking about what happened to Eve and them when they got um, trapped. And uh, they got kicked out, so mm-hmm. I just pray that you know you be more forgiving. That's all I can say because I did did do that. I did do that. Absolutely. And again, my brother, we all got to keep doing it because Satan don't sleep and don't have no offspring. Uh, no, when I said I did that, I mean I actually put something on Facebook. You know, it turned out to be wrong. I shouldn't have posted it, even if it was right. You know, but that, oh, yeah, okay, that. okay, I understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Just be careful, my brother, and I'm going to mute you because of the baby in the background. But like I said, be careful. My brother Abner said he did that today. He put something on Facebook um, that maybe he should not have done. Like I said, be careful that we don't become spokespersons for Satan. So let's go ahead to Chicago. Chicago, another caller. Uh, state your name, Chicago. Who's this? Who's this, Chicago? We can hear you, Chicago. Go ahead. All right. We're going to go ahead and go to Brother Joe. Brother Joe, tell us what you thought about tonight's subject. 
Hey, tonight's teaching was always very enlightening, very informative, brother, and I just want to thank you again, man, for having me here with you, man, you know, spreading the word, brother, and um, I just want to take, you know, thank all the listeners, the callers, YouTube, the viewers, Facebook. I just want to thank everyone, you know, for uh, their time this evening, for, you know, to, to get this teaching, and I appreciate it, Black. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, uh, Brother Joe, and again, brothers and sisters, we're here every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., Central Standard Time, and we try to come up with a lesson that we feel would be fruitful to the listeners who listen in to this show each and every Tuesday. And if you have a specific subject matter or title that you want us to discuss, then uh, let us know what that is, and we can discuss your title. Or if you have questions about something that's in the Bible, um, then definitely ask those questions. And, Brother Joe, I'm going to let you ask um, openly the question that you sent to me in your text message, and then I'm going to give them the answer that I gave you uh, when Brother Joe texted me um, a few days ago. Go ahead, Brother Joe. Let me, let me find that text. You said about a man hanging, curses a man hanging from a tree. Yeah, here it is here. Um, I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the scripture where, 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 where it was... Um, it was Acts 5 and 30. The God mm-hmm. of my Father raised up Jesus, whom ye swear and hanging on a tree. That's what I, that's mm-hmm. what I remember speaking about to you. I wanted to get some understanding so, on that. So brother, so, brother Joe said, well, I thought Jesus was hanging on a cross. And I said to Brother Joe, what was the cross made out of? It was made out of wood. Where do you get wood from? You get wood from a tree, brothers and sisters. So in essence, it's still, no matter whether which way you cut it or slice it, he was still hanging from, from, from what was made out of a tree. He was still hanging from wood, brothers and sisters, hanging from a tree. Cursed is a man hanging from a tree. So I just kind of put that in perspective to Brother Joe that it, it in essence, was the same thing, whether it was the cross or the tree, both are wood. Brother, and they come yeah. from the tree. So it's, it's basically the same thing. But I thank yeah. you for asking that question, Brother Joe. And um, if anybody you, else have any questions, then let us know too. But again, brothers and sisters, on behalf of Brother Joe, I want to thank everybody for calling in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Out Hill, POET Radio. Again, we pray that you were edified and that God was glorified on tonight's show. We pray these things in Jesus' name, brothers and sisters. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.